Welcome to Marriage Mondays with the Kings. I'm Kenya. And I'm Shan. And, and we, we are, are the Kings. Kings. Happy Monday, you all. Thank you so much for joining us for another show of Marriage Mondays with the Kings. We're going to start out by letting you know about our amazing sponsor, Christian Humor Force slash Inspiration. This is a group that is designed to uplift, inspire, and bring humor to everyday life in a Christian way. So if you are into social media, if you could go to your Facebook page, like and follow them, Again, that is Christian Humor Forest slash Inspiration. Now, if you are an organization or business and you would like to be promoted during our broadcast um, or on KRG and 98.5 FM, please give them a call at 254-213-1588. And so what we're going to do is take this time to open up with a word of prayer. We ask if you are safely able to do so, if you could bow your head, if you're listening with someone else, if you can grab their hands so that way we can go before the Lord in prayer. Dear God, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus, just giving you all glory, honor, and praise for another day, dear God. Thank you for simply just waking us up this morning, Heavenly Father. We thank you for the very breath in our body and to be in our right minds, dear God. Dear God, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus, praying for those who are going through. Heavenly Father, we come collectively lifting them up to you, dear God. We don't know what others are facing and what they're going through in their lives, dear God, but you know, Heavenly Father, and we ask that you would be that strength, dear God, that they would allow you to lead them and that you will be that foundation, dear God, to see them through. Heavenly Father, we come to you right now, lifting up everyone who is grieving right now in the name of Jesus, dear God. Dear God, those who have lost loved ones, we ask that you would just send your angels of comfort and dear God, that you would just strengthen them during this time, dear God, and that you would be with each individual, Heavenly Father. Dear God, we come to you, dear God, lifting up marriages, Heavenly Father, those who desire to be married, dear God, and we ask that a word will be said on tonight that will bless those, Heavenly Father. Less of Kenya and I more of you. We lift up the radio station KRG and 98.5 FM and all the radio personalities and hosts, dear God, who go forth, dear God, just proclaiming your gospel. We ask that it would be less of them, less of each of us, dear God, and that your word would go forth being spoken out of in each individual's mouths. That would be a blessing to them. We lift up our leaders as well, dear God. We ask that flesh do not have its way, dear God, but your Holy Spirit will go forth, dear God, that all the leaders around the world will fall to their knees and they would ask you what they need to do in order to lead your people. Dear God, we ask a special prayer for this show on tonight, just asking Heavenly Father that it would, of course, be a blessing. We thank you for how long you allow Kenya and I to be on the radio, dear God, and what you have allowed us to do. We give you all glory, honor, praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And our foundational scripture for the show is Matthew, the 19th chapter and the sixth verse. And it reads, so they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God is joined together, let no man separate. And so our motto here for Marriage Mondays with the Kings is helping to build stronger marriages, which leads to stronger families and stronger communities. And our KRGN disclaimer, views expressed on this show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This station holds no responsibility for the validity or accuracy of information on this show. And please keep in mind that although we are counseling professionals, the information shared on our show is for ministry educational purposes only. Also note that topics discussed are reflective of supporters who contact us desiring to have a deeper knowledge of these topics. No information is shared on our show based upon our counseling experiences. Topics are for the encouragement of marriages, families, and communities as God desires for us to minister. 
And today's topic for the show is my spouse has changed. Mm. My spouse has changed. So we don't want to waste any time. We're going to go ahead and jump right off into this topic. Once again, that topic is my spouse has changed. Yes. And so, you know, as we know in life, it's very interesting. One of the things that Kenya and I hear often is, well, when we got married, marriage was like this, or we did this, we did that. And now all of a sudden, I don't know if I could be with him anymore. I don't know if I could be with her anymore because they've changed. So what we really wanted to do on tonight is just dig into what does that exactly mean? And of course, behind the the they change comes a lot of anger, frustration, and things like that. So we're going to bring it every which way, the way that God allows us to do it, for tonight's show. Now, what I wanted to do was start off talking to the singles. Mm-hmm. Let's just speak to you all real quick. And so one of the things I wanted to encourage the singles on tonight is before you get married, are you willing, ask yourself, are you willing to accept the individual's baggage? We all have things from our past and different things like that. But oftentimes it just seems like to me the individuals will jump into marriage because of course we've said this several times throughout Marriage Mondays with the Kings. You think, especially us women, let's keep it honest. We think that we are going to be able to change mm-hmm. our future husband or our husband um, after we get married. Oh girl, I've heard so many women say, oh girl, I'm not even worried about it because after we get married, all oh, that's going to change. Sis, let me tell you right now, you are setting yourself up for failure, okay? So not trying to be mean, but I'm just saying. Now, the other thing is this. I feel, and can you let me know, you know what I'm saying? You know, whatever you have with this as well. But I feel before you get married, and of course we speak about premarital counseling all the time, that is key. That is important. Did Kenya and I do it? No, we did not. Do we wish we would have? Yes, we do. Because the thing is, there needs to be a level of, I'm not even gonna say a level, there needs to be transparency Mm -hmm. before you get married and take that step, you know what I'm saying, into marriage when it comes to these things. So being transparent, letting the individual that you are marrying know, hey, this is what I dealt with. This is what I've wrestled with. You know, I have issues in this and health and, you know, whatever the case may be. Now, if y'all asking, well, Shane, you saying that, but did you do it? Yes, I did. (laughs) Before I said, hold on, Kenya, before we get married, I need to share with you some of the struggles and the things that I went through because it's not fair, in my opinion, to go into a marriage where you are making a strong covenant before God, but you're not transparent with the individual that you're going to marry to tell them what it is. Well, they should know they've been with me long enough. No, Mm -hmm. no. So anyway, let me get up off of there. What you got? No, I think it's important that we all understand uh, when we go into relationships, we have to be very realistic. Okay. And we can't always expect that what someone was like when we first entered the relationship, that they're going to be that way 30, 40, or 50 years later. Yes. We have to understand that change is inevitable. Mm-hmm. And I think the more important piece of that is understanding that sometimes change can be a good thing. Mm. Uh, and while we were talking to the singles, or as we're talking to the singles, we're talking to the married as well, mm-hmm. we have to ask ourselves the question, 
are you really paying attention to that individual when you're dating mm. and mm. really finding out, as my wife has said, their, their ins and out, what is their makeup? What are the things that they've been through? What is their resiliency level like? So that you both understand how you're going to operate. But oftentimes when you're in that dating phase and engagement phase, uh, you're still going through that representative phase. Come on, A come person on. is still trying to sell themselves to you. And then I, oftentimes afterwards is when you start seeing things. Mm. And then you say, well, you used to do this, but now you've change. Mm. We have to understand that in, in a sense, change is like um, ice and water. Okay, They're both made up of the same thing, but depending upon the conditions that they are put in depends mm. on which one they end up being. So good. ask yourself the question, what condition is your spouse or the person that you're in a relationship putting you under? And is that change coming about because of those conditions? Mm. See, you can be in a relationship with someone and you're hanging around people that are giving you good word and everything. And you you end up being like water. You end up being fluid. You end up flowing well. Right. It's doing something for you. But if you get around people and their hearts are hardened and all that stuff and they teach you hate instead of love, mm. you can become like that ice. Now, mm. ice serves its purpose, but then it's cold. Right. There's no right. warmth there. Mm. And so the last okay. thing I'll say before we really, you know, jump off it really deep into this is we have to understand this. If you are worrying about your spouse and saying that that individual has changed, mm-hmm. whether it's good or bad, we can look at it both ways. You have to, uh, I think it's called the law of relativity. If mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. it says for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Mm-hmm. So if you're saying that your spouse or significant other, whatever has changed, then what actions have you taken that made them potentially change to what you're seeing now? Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. In my opinion, and you're right, it does con- con- it does determine the conditions, I think, mm-hmm. as far as when the spouses change. And generally, you know, speaking to you all, when it comes to this era in your marriage, just probably maybe it could be five years in married, 10 years, especially 20 years. But the thing is that I was thinking about is, Why wouldn't you want your spouse to change? Now, if they have changed for, and I agree with you on this, Mm -hmm. if they have changed for the negative side, if you will, they've changed for the worst, then that would take examining them. Okay, what happened? Mm -hmm. Let's stop it. But see, we don't stop oftentimes and examine. What we do is we allow our emotions to attach to that mouth. And then we sitting up here going off on our spouse and cussing them out. One Or what did the old folks just say? You cussing them up one side and down the other Mm -hmm. because they have changed. But, okay, let me just make it plain. I've said this in a different form. So I'll give a good example. We like to make it very plain. So my husband, when we first started dating, got married, whatever the case may be, these are some things that he used to do. He used to call and check up on me. He would uh, open the door for me when we would like get ready to go out on dates or just period. He would open up the car door. He would open up the door in the building that we were walking out of and things like that. Um, It's just so many things that he used to do. And let me tell you, because of the immature, um, I'm going to say somewhat immature mindset that I had because I didn't know no better because I didn't have anyone sewing into me telling me this is how a guy is supposed to treat you. And let us not forget this individual mentality Mm -hmm. because Kenya was speaking about that on last week. We can't set up here and be individuals, but we trying to be in a marriage. Like that's oxymoron. It's oil and water. It doesn't work. And so then 
as I start maturing, as I start hanging around certain girlfriends and talking to them and they're married and they've been married for years longer than Kenya and I, you know, listening to our late grandmother and seeing how our late grandparents used to, you know, act and carry themselves when it came to their 50 plus years of marriage. I was like, wait a minute. And I started wanting those things. I wanted him to open up the door for me. You know, yeah, I had a little hard time with him. Well, why are you checking up on me? I'm not a kid. You know, I'm going off and all this other kind of stuff. But listen to what I'm saying. As my mind changed, as I renewed my mind, as, as the word of God saying we were speaking about on last week, as I start saying, wait a minute, this is how this is how a woman is supposed to be treated. Or this is how a wife is supposed to be treated. Oh, my God. So then let me tell you what I started doing after that. Then I started getting mad at him like, well, why you don't open up the door for me? Why you don't? You know, so now I got an attitude because he's no longer doing what he was doing in the first place. Come on, somebody. Mm -hmm. That right there, it just hit somebody right off in their spirit. I felt it because... Now you get mad because they no longer do. So when you were just saying what you were saying about that fluid change mm -hmm. and the conditions that individuals are in, how am I going to get mad at him for doing it, but then turn around and get mad at him for not doing it? Mm -hmm. That kind of sound a little bipolar to me. Yeah. And and, and the thing that we have to look at, and I wrote this down in, in, in my notes, is what you give your spouse is often what you get back. Mm. So when people say that, hey, you know, my spouse has changed, mm -hmm. then first of all, before you start beating them down, take a look at yourself. Wow. And so in the case that my wife was just talking about, I'm trying to do those right things that I thought was supposed to be done by mm -hmm. a man. And mm -hmm. she's telling me that don't do this or she has a problem with it. So now when I quit doing it, mm -hmm. that's what you just asked for. Mm -hmm. And people used to always say, old folks used to always say, be careful what you ask for, because yes. once you get it, how are you going to operate in that moment? Mm -hmm. And so sometimes spouses change in that manner because of the way that they are treated. Mm -hmm. And then once they start in, really imparting those things that you wanted or, or, you know, said that you didn't like, and that person started to change. Now, all of a sudden, there's an issue with it. And you want back what was necessarily what that was started in the, the first beginning. Place. Come on, sir. And so that wow. causes confusion. Mm. We know that God is not the author of confusion. So now it causes tension in a relationship because one person is saying, wait a minute, first I was doing this. Now you said, don't do it. Right. Now I ain't doing it. Now you want it. Which way do I go? Yeah. And oftentimes what that causes is a sense of instability. Mm. And the person is now going to sit back and just wait for you to tell them what it is that you want. And then uh, guess what? You're going to do the same thing. Well, why ain't you doing this? Well, I I'll do it. Well, why do I have to tell you that? What well, well, I was doing it, you told me to stop. Come on, come on. And, and you just can't have that confusion there. So always remember that what you give to your spouse is often what you will get in return. Right. That goes along with your communication. That goes along with your romance. That goes along with your intimacy. Mm -hmm. The whole nine yards. Mm -hmm. If you speak to your husband or your wife in a condescending way, and then they start doing that back and the arguments start going up, people would say it's tit for tat. No, garbage in equals garbage out. That's what they say in, in computer language. Garbage in equals garbage out. I like that. But see, mm -hmm. I don't mean to cut you off, baby. Okay. So let me ask you this as a wife. So given that example that I gave about myself mm -hmm. and what we went through and how you was treating me and everything like that, and I know you can't speak for all men, but I just want you to kind of personalize this a bit. Had I not been mature enough to realize what you were doing 
And I'm seeing when, when I go to church, I'm seeing other husbands open up the door. Mm-hmm. So now here comes comparison. Mm-hmm. Well, why are you not opening up the door like Deacon so-and-so? Or why are you not um telling me I'm beautiful because I didn't see minister or elder so-and-so do this right. or whatever? So then that's more contention between us. But my question is, do you think, so let's say I would have kept going and then I was mad, you know, don't do this. Don't open up the door. I'm Miss Independent. I could do it myself. I don't need you to pay for my food and all this other kind of stuff. But you just trying to be a gentleman and we're married. Mm-hmm. Would you say that it's fair to say most men, especially if they don't feel like, or husbands, let me say it like this, especially if they don't feel like they have an outlet, that what they will do is probably regress into themselves, mm-hmm. which means for those of you who don't understand regress, you just close off and you just, separate yourself. You don't speak. You don't say nothing. Would you say that that, because I see that a lot going on in marriages now. He tried, the mm-hmm. husband tried, but because you always got a mouth, ladies, come on, sisters. I'm just trying to keep it real so we can all have successful marriages because I was this chick. Okay. I was this white, but I always had a mouth of the South, as we say, and then boom, you know, you could have just said, man, I ain't putting up with this mess mm-hmm. and just separate yourself. You do your own thing. You stay in your corner. You stay quiet mm-hmm. and don't even interact with me. What would you say about that? No, you, you're absolutely right. And I think for a lot of men and and, um, and it goes both ways, men and women, when your spouse becomes silent, that is a deadly time in your relationship. Mm-hmm. That person may be sitting back thinking, wait, I'm doing everything that I'm thinking is correct. Right. Everything that I thought I did to get you, but now that I'm doing those things, now all of a sudden you're saying something different, then what does that say about me as an individual? Mm. See, people forget that when they get into relationships. They forget that sometimes when change comes in that negative aspect and you're constantly on the individual, on and off about what they're doing, not doing and all that stuff, you have to understand you're attacking that person at their most vulnerable spot. They're showing you this is how I am. This is how I'm trying to treat you. And then when you sit there and go against the opposite of that, what are you really saying about that individual? Mm. So we we also have to go back to this, as my wife was saying. If I try to open up a door for her and she says, well, uh, I don't need that. I can be independent, this, that, and the other. Mm -hmm. And then when another man opens up the door and you give them a warm and friendly smile, then you want to talk about change. Then when that man says, well, I'm not doing that anymore. Uh, I'm not going to do that. But then he opens up a door for another woman and she smiles at him. You better come on, Mr. So we we have to understand change causes a lot to go on in relationships. We have to be able to look at what is going on in our relationship. That's very important. Can't be looking at everybody else's and stay away from those comparisons. Right. Those uh, comparison causes resentment, not only in that husband or that wife, Mm -hmm. but also in that other individual that may not even know what's going on. Mm -hmm. So the pastor sitting up there wondering why, um, brother so-and-so don't never speak to him and always seems like he's disgruntled or something. Well, it may be because that spouse is constantly comparing you to that pastor mm-hmm. and that ain't what you're supposed to be my doing. God, my God. Right? The, the other thing when it comes uh, to change that people fail to realize is something, is something that we call consistency. Okay. See, we expect consistency out of certain individuals when it's beneficial for us. Mm-hmm. See, when we're thinking about football and you're following your favorite team, you want them to consistently win, consistently score so many touchdowns and 
point. Same thing with basketball and a lot of other things. We want consistency, but we don't have that consistency when it comes to our marriage. Mm. See, we can let it be fire hot one minute and then the next thing is is super cold. Mm. Well, it's okay if we take it to lukewarm, but now we go back. There's no consistency there across the board. And when that change happens, people start asking themselves why. Mm. And I'll just talk to you guys from a male's perspective. Okay, let's and go. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna step into some uncharted water. Okay. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to jump over there with the women's perspective. Okay, okay. So let's look at it from this point. Husband comes along, and when they were dating, he was working out, keeping himself in in shape and everything. Four or five years into the relationship, he starts to let that go. Mm-hmm. Now uh, the the spouse is saying to the wife, well, why don't you do this anymore? Why don't you do that? Um, you used to be keep yourself in shape for me. Now you're just letting yourself go. Blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, I don't feel I'm not as young as I used to be. And there is so much that can come from that. Right, right. Now, the key to it is having that communication about it mm-hmm. and being open and honest and moving forward from there. But sometimes we don't always do that. Mm. And so a man can say, well, I just don't feel like working out anymore. Um, I, I can't lift as much as I used to. Maybe I've got some health problems. Now you start seeing what this man is thinking here and 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 spouses that may have nothing to do with you. Mm. And you can't hold yourself responsible, accountable for what that person is potentially going through. Okay. Right. Okay. So let's flip it. We we'd say to the to the females, well, you know what? You used to be the same way. You used to work out, maybe you kept yourself in a high esteem or whatever. And now the husband says, Well, you know what, you don't. Uh, dress like you used to. You used to be a little sexy for me and mm-hmm. you know, do your hair, put your makeup on. Now you run out the house looking like this, that, and the other. Got that uh what's the thing? Uh right. that bonnet on your head, just mm-hmm. got pajamas and flip-flops on. Oh, geez. Right. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. And so understanding that that sometimes things will come down. Right. If I loved you at this highest point, I can love you at the lowest mm-hmm. point. But where the problem comes in with that change is who do you dress up for and when? Mm. If you can dress up for everybody else but not dress up for your husband, that's where the problem with change comes in at. Wow. I honestly think people are okay with change to a point, Mm -hmm. but it depends on why the change. Mm. Uh, I will put it to you this way. Okay. I'm going to have to use myself as an example. My wife, you say, oh, baby, I think you would look so good in white. I'm not wearing no white. Mm -hmm. I think you would look good in these off colors, these spring colors. I'm not. Give me black, blue, brown, (laughs) and I'm all right. (laughs) Her tone color. Right. Now, the change came because we went shopping one day and she started putting stuff up against me and said, I would really like it if you wore this. I think you look good in this. So I started to dress that way and that change came and that was something that was good. She liked it. Now I like it. Mm-hmm. The problem with changes oftentimes is just like I was talking about. My wife is trying to get me in pastels and colors and maybe a little pink or something, yeah, something light. And, and I'm saying, oh, I don't think that's the, the good on me. I'm not even going that route. But then when another female tells me I look good in it and I start uh, dressing in that way, that's where the problem with change Houston, comes in. We got all kind of problems. <laughs> that's where the problem with that change yes, comes good in. Example. Mm-hmm. We have to make sure that we're changing for the good Come for our spouses, yes. not everybody else. My because God. at the end of the day, who are you coming home to? Jesus. Who you got kids by? Mm. Who do you pay bills for? That that house, that Jerusalem is where you should be worried about that positive change yes. to be yes. coming yes. into uh, perspective. My now, God. one more thing, and then I'm going to have to throw this back over to my wife. Okay. There needs to be some good changes in ways in your bad areas. Mm. If you're coming home every single night and you just drunk, 
get sitting at the house getting drunk and it's starting to affect your relationship, that may need to be some change to there. Right, right, right. If, if there's a, a issue where every time the spouse walks into the house, there's an argument that's going on because somebody is saying this, that, and the other, there may need to be some positive change that is there. Right. The key is knowing the difference. Mm-hmm. I tend to believe that when it comes to change in relationships, they're okay. It's how we communicate it and how we move forward and adapt that to our lives that says the difference. Right. If Shannon says, baby, you need to get in shape or you need to work out more, I'm going to be doing that for her. I'm not going to wait till we have a man's trip going to Vegas or somewhere where, you know, guys may be flirting with other women, stuff for me to start trying to work out and look a certain way because mm-hmm. she that's going to put thought and questions in her mind. Right. And that's what the enemy does. Mm-hmm. We have to understand there is godly change when we renew our minds, when we drop bad habits and things of that nature. And then there's ungodly change when we're doing things to manipulate, Ooh, to try to be vindictive, that to try right to there. make sure we get our way in something and not the other person's way. Mm. That's why we have so much of a problem with change because we don't look at it from a full-blown perspective. The minute somebody changes, oh, that's a personal thing against me. Why are you doing that? I need to get down and find out what's wrong mm. instead of sitting down, understanding that way. Why is this change occurring? Mm. Is this godly? Is this something of God? Is this something of the enemy? Is this something that's come along because somebody else is trying to step over into territory that they shouldn't be in? Mm. I believe that is the key when it comes to change. I agree. And then this is kind of what I wrote down too. With change comes maturity. Mm -hmm. So in order for you to change things for the better, maturity has, you have to have a mature mind. Mm -hmm. It has to come into play. So it actually made me think about with us. Now, y'all, listen, y'all been following the Kings for six and a half years, you know, that we've been on this journey of marriage Mondays with the Kings, and we have always been transparent. Mm -hmm. We used to tear our house up. You hear me? I'm telling you, I remember Mm -hmm. those Fort Campbell days when we was married at Fort Campbell, and baby, we would get into it, and it would go to the highest of heights. You know what I'm saying? That heated a moment of fellowship, as one of our past um, guests said on the show. But then something in us both changed. Mm -hmm. When you come into the king's home now, and I'm not trying to brag on us, Mm -hmm. but when you come into the king's home, it is peace. Most people have told us that our home is so peaceful. It's so relaxing. It feels like a resort because guess what? When we were going at it, when we were fighting, we was getting into it. Not only was our atmosphere, I want you all to think about this, who are married or who desire to be married. What is your atmosphere in your home like? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to equate this real quick to that of church. Now, let me share what I like, Shan. I like when we would go into church because we've been to several churches because of military life. But when we would go into church, um, especially, you know, you rushing, trying to get Mm -hmm. there on time. You don't want to be late. And we were military minded. You got to be 15 minutes prior. You late. Mm -hmm. But going into the building and you would hear the praise and worship music going forward. See, the atmosphere, come on, somebody, was being set. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? And what it would do is no matter how frantic, no matter who cut you off on the road, you was ready to curse them out. Let's just be honest and had road rage trying to chase these jokers down the street. No matter what happened before you got there. Sometimes me and Kenya used to argue on our way to church. Down the hill. You heard me? Mm-hmm. And then I'm telling you, as soon as we, we arguing, going at it, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. We come down the hill to church. And as soon as we open up the door, hey, God bless you, man, the woman, the guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, God, you know what I'm saying? But when you were coming to the church, 
that atmosphere that was set, that godly atmosphere that was set, what it would do is calm calm your spirit. It will calm your mind and it will prepare you for the service for the day. So in Kenya and I, we got to the point where we stop arguing. Mm -hmm. Like what we arguing for? What we got this big man energy for? And then don't allow one of the things that we say in our other profession, let me say it like Mm -hmm. this, that we've noticed we have been assisting our clients with in our other profession is this very thing, how you feel, And we've been trying to teach people or help people to see how you are feeling about something. You need to stop and think about it. That's Mm -hmm. what Kenya was just saying before you open up your mouth. Mm -hmm. Because when the words come out your mouth, you can't change the situation Mm -hmm. and bring them words back in. You've already caused damage. Mm -hmm. So we, we encourage clients to think, you see what I'm saying? Before you speak. And so what, what happened with us is we just got tired of it. But the other thing is the atmosphere was not only disrupted to us where we didn't want to come in. Come on, y'all. Some of y'all are listening and this is your very situation. You got husbands. I don't even want to go home and fool with that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay out as late as I can or whatever the case may be. You got wives, baby girl, sis, you sitting in the car. You don't even want to get out the car to go in the house because the atmosphere in your home is so toxic. Mm -hmm. So we worked on that thing. We changed that thing. We have people that we know their homes and the way that they live is way better. You know what I'm saying? And not trying to compare it than ours. Mm -hmm. They have some, I'm like, wait a minute, this is how you live. You got a beautiful home and da, 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 da. It's the atmosphere Mm -hmm. in the home that needs to change. So that's what I would encourage you as husband and wife on tonight. If you want things to change for the better, the both of you, it don't know. Don't be saying, well, if my husband did this, well, if my wife would do blah, 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 then things would be better. No, the two become one. Mm -hmm. You're operating as one. That's what the word of God says. So now that you're operating as one, the both of you have to change it Mm -hmm. in order for the situation to be better. Yes. I mean, (laughs) and we really have to look at this. We, we, I said it before, change can be good. Right. Because in order for your marriage, your relationship to grow, change has to happen. Mm -hmm. You can't expect things to be stagnant, if you will, the exact same way all the time. Because why are you in a marriage? Mm -hmm. Because God saw that it was fit that man should not be alone. That was change right there. Come on, God changed the situation, the atmosphere from Adam being alone to having a help me. Right. That is the first thing that I think that people have to understand when it comes to changing marriage is that you are no longer single anymore. Mm-hmm. So your state has changed. Your composition has changed. You are now operating as two individuals trying to become one. Mm-hmm. So when change is good, you have to understand this as well. We can't expect, once again, for things to always stay the same. Yes. If you put a seed in the ground. You don't expect to go back and see a seed. You expect that seed to sprout. You expect that seed to produce a vine or a plant of some sort. You Mm -hmm. expect to produce the fruit or the harvest that is there. Mm. Oftentimes in our our relationships, we never get to that point to where we can get a full harvest because we're not doing anything to change that seed that we planted. We put it in the ground. We put the ring on our finger. We went down and said, I do, Mm. but we ain't putting no love. We fell before God. Let us not forget that part. We're not putting no love 
into it. We ain't putting no fertilizer on it. Mm. We're not watering it. On, we're not sir. pulling the weeds away. We're just remaining stagnant. And then when nothing comes out of there, the first thing we say, we want something to change. Mm. So if you want something to change for the good, you got to take care of that garden called marriage so that it can yes. produce my job. Uh, the, the other thing is we can compare ourselves to babies. Uh, my wife said there comes a thing. There's a thing that we go through called maturity. Yes. A growing pro- a baby doesn't stay the same. Mm-hmm. A baby starts off uh, sucking on milk. Eventually, starts getting some solid food in there. You starting out feeding the baby at one point. Eventually, you got to end up feeding yourself. Come on. That change in marriage can be good. Mm-hmm. But it has to go in the stages that come along with that maturity. Right. You don't bring a baby out when a baby is born and say, well, hey, you guess you got to figure this out. Here's a steak. No, you got to have that baby eating where it can and what its body can take at that particular time. Mm-hmm. Same thing in your relationships. You have to go through steps in your relationships and maturity come in on. order to get to that point. Yes. Now, if your spouse is changing, this is some things I would tell you to really take a look at. As my wife was saying before, before you even speak a word, Mm. before you get in there and say, we need to have this conversation because I don't like what's going on. Mm. You Mm. may want to talk to somebody about your spouse. Mm. Watch this. God, come on. Pray about that thing. God, uh, I see a change in my spouse. That person is no longer smiling anymore. They're not joking with me anymore. Show me me mm. to see if it's me first before I start blaming everybody else. Jesus. Because if, it's, do that. because if it's you, that's where that positive change needs to come in at. But like my wife saying, we don't like to take that medicine Mm-mm. sometimes. Because it don't taste good. Because it, it's, it better, like it's better when you can put a condition and diagnose somebody else instead of diagnosing Some, yourself. Mm, 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 because you don't want to take that responsibility. Right. And so if it is being the fact that it is you that is causing that in that individual, then you need to be ready for some change mm-hmm. in, in that particular aspect. Mm-hmm. Now, another part of that, it may not have anything to do with you at all. Mm. Is it stress from the job? Is that person going through something mm. themselves? Right. Is that person even being tested by God or something else that's taking them through a certain point in their relationship where they're going to change? Right, right, right. Mm. Now, this is the thing that I would tell you. People say that um, change can be good. It can be bad. Got it. Change can also elevate individuals. Yes. yes See, when you put yes. that seed in the ground, dirt is placed over it, mm-hmm. but it has to break through. Mm-hmm. And God has to be able to give that seed that strength to push that dirt up. But guess what? That dirt is also supplying nutrients. Come when on, you go nutrients. through things in your relationship, According to change, sometimes that is something that is fertilizing you to help your relationship grow. Mm. So sometimes you have to embrace that change. Come on, come on. Now, just because you change doesn't mean that everything changes about that. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to be very clear with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can go outside. I have my uh, truck outside. It is a dark blue. Mm-hmm. I can change the color of that truck. It still doesn't change the fact that it's a truck. Come on, sir. See, My husbands, God. I'm, I'm going to talk to y'all really quick. Okay. See, when you you met your spouse, they probably was the apple of your eye. They had the shape and all that stuff you wanted. Over years, things change. And sometimes there's some things that you can't, you have no um, 
control over. Right. Your wife has three, four, five babies. Her body is going to naturally change. It may mm-hmm. not fit in that size two, three, four, five or whatever that she was before. Yes. But has she really changed? Come on. We have to recognize the difference between what we can control when it comes to changing the things that we can't. Mm, mm. Yes, our spouses can exercise and do stuff like that. But I tell you, you sit up and have a four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 pound baby and see if your body don't change. I know this, right? Oh Sometimes the way that we look at change is all about our mindset, but we have to look at the whole role. Yes. My wife has had uh, four uh, children. Mm-hmm. I don't hold nothing like that against her. Sure her don't. body has changed, but she's still my wife. She's Come still on, a sir. woman. Yes. She is still my help me. Yes, we yes, lose focus yes. and look at the outside package instead of looking at the inside Speak of the package. On it. Mm. And, and I'll tell you, it, it baffles me because if I tell you right now that I could take a rattlesnake and put it on this table in front of us and say, that's a rabbit. You can, but ain't no way you're going to make me believe that's a rabbit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because the outside uh, characteristics is showing me everything I need to know. Mm-hmm. I know in my mind, there is a difference between a rabbit that I can pick up and rub and cuddle than, than a rattlesnake. Right, ain't right, ain't right, doing right, that right, route. Right. But we do that same thing when it comes to our spouses. Mm. We look at them and say the outside and say, oh, because you look like this, that, and other, we can't see what the inside really is supposed to be. Mm. Yeah. You got a lot of individuals that like a rattlesnake on the outside, but when you really do the work and find out what's on the inside, you'll see that they're really a, a soft, cuddly rabbit. Mm. The key is understanding who your spouse is, mm-hmm. having conversation on a regular basis. When change comes about, you got to be able to sit down and talk to the individual from a mature standpoint and not be trying to cut their head off. Mm. Because the more okay. you try to forcibly change that individual for the good, the more they may regress back the other way. Yes, the more they'll resist. And then if an individual has changed from a bad perspective, how can you nurture that to potentially make it something good Mm -hmm. and see if that person is willing to change on their own? And this is the last thing I'll say from this. My wife said earlier, you ain't got the power to change nobody. Come on. Come on. I cannot change my husband. He cannot change me. I don't know why we lie to ourselves and think that we can. We have to make sure, number one, that we're taking control of our own lives. And if anybody is going to do any changing, God has to be one that does that change. Come on. You can go all throughout the Bible and see where people were acting a certain way. God put them in a certain position. They had to change, but Mm -hmm. it had to be an encounter that was there with God. Mm -hmm. If you look at Paul, Paul used to be a murderer. Come on. Listen, let's look, talk about look, what he used to be. But look look what God did to that individual. Apostle. Yes. Mm. Well, when you think about the woman um, that was charged uh, with adultery, mm-hmm. you know, there was change that went on there. Uh, that woman was about to be killed. But Jesus knelt down and started writing in the dirt and said, hey, let, let he does without sin cast the first change, uh, stone. Yes. Change came there because it came from a mindset. Ooh. It came from a mindset. Oh, yeah, we about to stone this woman. She wrong. She did. She mm. that. All right, where was the man at? Where was all the men? They where was that man at? Stone he he was doing the exact same thing that she was doing, but they go try to pick on the woman. Yes. And that's what we do in our relationship sometimes. That's what and, we do in society. And, and our, uh, a good friend of mine says that, um, I want to make sure I'm getting this right, self-preservation rises to the top. Mm. In order for you to preserve yourself, you're going to bring yourself up here just to kick somebody else down. Mm. Because why? We want things to fall in our favor. Right. But when Jesus had that encounter with that woman, there was a different type of change that had. He said, I'm not going to judge you. They shouldn't be judging you. Go ye there forth and sin no more. Right. That's a change for that woman in the in the uh, best form. Right. Because now she has that opportunity. She has had an encounter with Jesus that says, I can now move forward past the things that I was doing in my past, past the things that I was doing, sin, and moving to a life 
for I've been forgiven, I've been blessed, and I've got all this in front of me. Mm. And so I would say this to individuals in your relationships. Whatever has happened in the past has happened in the past. It's in the past. You can't change it. You can't change you the can't past. You can't change the past. <laughs> right. Go forth and change your future yes. for the good. Mm-hmm. Work with your spouse to say whatever was there in the past is there. If it was good for us, maybe we keep that going. If it was bad for us, maybe we nip that thing in the butt and we keep going from there. Right. But we can't look at change as a thing that is just one thing. It is not all or nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's why I know a lot of y'all out there saying, well, wait a minute, you say this topic, my spouse has changed. I was thinking you to completely talk about all the bad stuff. No, change goes both ways. Right, right, right. And right. in our relationships, we have to look at the good, the bad, and as Clint Eastwood used to be in the movie, the ugly as well. Right. To fully understand the course of that relationship and to understand that change affects us in many different ways. We have to be ready to encounter that in every aspect, because if we only focus on the bad, that's the only thing you're going to get out of Is it. the bad. If you only yeah. focus on the good, it may be a lot of good stuff going there. But when you reach an area that you've never been expected to before, you don't know how to navigate that particular piece. Mm. And you know what? So what I wanted to speak about real quick, when we talk about changes, life cycles. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to go somewhere. So mm-hmm. you first get married, boom, you come into two, the two of you are becoming one, like the word of God. You get married, you enjoying yourself as husbands and wives you love. And I'm try to make this life cycle situation um, understandable, but fun as well, where it's relatable. So, you know, you get happy going around talking about, yes, my wife, my husband, you got your ring on, different things like that. And you're starting to build a life together. Then what happens is you start to grow your family. So the two of you decide, so you change into the next life cycle where you come together and you start to grow your family. And so then you have this child, which is another change in your life. And you may be new parents. Mm -hmm. So you're having to learn how to parent this child, which they always say there is no rule books to parenting. You just got to work that thing out. The way Mm -hmm. you parent may be different from the way I parent. So the child grows up, they start going to school. And so now you're kind of like launching them into school where they're less dependent on you and they're more out in their own little world and things like that, but you're still there for them. Mm -hmm. Now the child goes from preschool elementary phase into middle school and that introduces teenage phase Mm -hmm. so now as husband and wife your parents and you have teenagers and some of us know some of the teenagers are are hell on wheels and some of them are angels Mm -hmm. so we just don't leave that alone so now you're you're changing in your family dynamic of how to deal with these teenagers Mm -hmm. but then guess what they go into high school, they graduate high school. That is enough. Now, let me tell you about this life cycle. This life cycle right here, in my opinion, is one of the first ones that people don't think about where people's marriages truly go through. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this life cycle is when you launch your children off. Mm-hmm. So they didn't graduated from high school. Maybe they didn't graduated from college. And now they are stepping into adulthood. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the thing. Let's pause right here for just a quick second. Because can you know where I'm about to go with this? When you as husband and wife don't nurture, 
your marriage, okay? Mm -hmm. He was talking about nurturing with that seed and mm -hmm. the nutrients to your marriage. When you do not nurture your marriage, when you do not spend a long time together, when you do not pray together, when you do not pray for each other, when you do not get away on vacations, when you do not celebrate, because there are a lot of, y'all think I'm playing when I say this. Can you can tell you, we not lying when we say this. There are a lot of married couples that are right in this phase right here, or they're about to come to it. Mm -hmm. You don't spend no time together. So now your child is a whole adult. One or two things happen, depending on if they a mama's boy or a daddy's girl, whatever the case may be. Then because your marriage is dysfunctional, ain't nobody ready to hear this because you didn't nurture it. Then you can't cut the cord and let them go and be an adult. Mm -hmm. You all up in their marriage. You all up in their situation or whatever the case may be. Why? Because you don't want to focus on your own mm -hmm. because it's toxic because you didn't put any nurturance or nutrient. You did not allow God nowhere in that. He stopped being your foundation, your head, your in-between, your connection. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, why I say is the most devastating and feel free to chime in, honey, mm -hmm. is because now the both of y'all just sitting there looking at each other like this. Yep. Empty nesters. He looking at me. I'm looking at him. But look at it. So mm -hmm. we, we can show the people on YouTube. Yep. And you looking like, I don't know this person. Mm -hmm. Even though you've been married to pay, on paper, mm -hmm. I don't know this person. I don't know nothing about him. So sometimes this is the area where married couples split. Mm -hmm. This is the area where a lot of people say, wait a minute, they've been married for 20, 25, 30 years. How did they end up getting a divorce? You might have to ask yourself, husbands and wives, and we're not judging anybody. This is truth. See, that's what's funny. Nowadays, because things have changed from back in the day, when somebody speaks truth, you think they're judging you. Mm -hmm. Okay? So then they separate. They divorce. Mm. And then this is the words that's used. We grew apart. So my question is, being honest, why did you grow apart? Yeah. Was it because you weren't supposed to get married in the first place? Was it because God didn't? No, no, no. We were good. We just grew apart. Well, that's changed. And yes, Kenya is not the same guy that he was when I met him. Technically, I met him 26 years ago. We started dating 25, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? 24 and some change or whatever. I'm not the same 20 year old that he met. I'm 45 mm -hmm. years old now. And we thank God that we allowed each other. See, ain't nobody trying to hear that to change and mature to the individuals that we are because it bettered our marriage. Okay. So we'll, uh, let me go forward a little bit. So the next thing is in a lot of these stages, you have individuals that grew apart, right? Mm -hmm. Your children are off living their own life. They're in their life cycle. They're doing, you know, whatever the case may be. And what I'm seeing right now, which is, is sad, but there are a lot of people that are in this stage or after this stage, which is um, the, um, I'm not going to say elderly stage. Mm -hmm. I wanted to use the term for my other profession generativity is mm -hmm. I think is what it's called. However, in that last stage, you're lonely. I don't have anybody. I don't have any friends, but you know, maybe you are the good parent that you allow your adult children to live their adult lives. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're not interjecting toxicity, but the thing is you're like, Oh my God, I'm lonely. I don't have anybody. And the old joke saying is talking about the old lady with all the cats. So for those of you who are early on in your marriage, 
it is okay, especially when you support each other, in my opinion, as husband and wife. Because I I could feel, I'd have been with this man long enough and I got the spirit of discernment. I can feel when something ain't right. I don't care what his mouth say. And I'm going to keep asking him until he tell me the truth. I might lay off a little bit, but then, okay, baby, you're not feeling good, are you? Or whatever. Now he got to the point, he come in and say, I don't feel good. <laughs> my back hurt, my head hurt, or whatever the case may be. You know, so change can not be a bad thing, but what, in bringing up the life cycle, I wanted you all to understand, yes, you may launch your family Mm -hmm. and grow your family, but don't forsake your marriage as a husband and wife. Because if you're not putting nutrients, as Kenya was just saying, into your marriage, don't get me wrong. We love our children, baby. I'm not going to say what I usually say when it comes to, let's just say we don't play about our children, adult and not. We got five of them and we plays no games. Mm -hmm. But at the same token, we Desire for our children to see by us being in a good example, mama and daddy had to spend time together. Mama and daddy loving on each other. Where are they going to learn it from? Because if they don't learn it from you, they're going to YouTube, Google, Snapchat, Instagram, OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody wasn't ready for that. Okay, yeah. baby, what you got? No, I, I think uh, one of the things when we talk about spouses changing, and we talked about it a little earlier, you have to ask yourself, you know, why has my spouse changed? If your relationship has took a turn for the worst, and you're saying that there is something wrong. My spouse has changed. I said it earlier. Ask yourself that reason. Why? Why? Now, I'm going to go over a few things as to why this may be occurring. Okay. And, and if this is not uh, um, going towards any specific gender. It can go either way. Mm-hmm. All right. It's just taking a deep look into yourself. Number one, are you really listening to your spouse. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes our spouses are telling us why they're acting a certain way, why they're changing in a specific way. And we're not trying to hear it because the minute it comes back on us, like I said, self-preservation rises to the top. You're gonna make you're not gonna make this about me right now. Right. You're not gonna say the reason why you're acting this, that, and that is all because of me. And then you throw it right back on that person. Let, honey, let me say this real mm-hmm. quick because you just said, are you listening to your spouse? Mm-hmm. Now, some of us will be very surface yes. when it comes to things. I'm going to interject this or add this as well to what Kenya's saying. Are you listening to their heart? Yeah. That's right. what That's what I, mm-hmm. are you listening? My husband, know I have a good heart. I know he have a good heart. But if he's sharing his heart with me, wives, a lot of times we're not accustomed to our husbands opening up their mouth and sharing. Mm-hmm. But if he's sharing his heart with me, am I truly listening mm-hmm. to what he's saying? He may speak surface, but can you go deeper to what he is truly saying? Go right. ahead. No, you're absolutely right. And that was leading me into the next one. Okay, point. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, which is, <laughs> is uh, that level of respect. Are you mm-hmm. respecting mm-hmm. your spouse Come on. Uh, like you should? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a whole lot of uh, difference when you respect your spouse out in public, but then don't do the same thing in your own household. Ooh, You're Jesus. just basically putting on the show. My God. And so when that person changes and just says, well, it is whatever you want to do. I don't care about this. I don't do about that. They're just going along just to get along because you're not really paying attention to them. And that can be a bad change that comes in relationships mm-hmm. that also leads into things being out of order. Out of order, out of God's order. Out of God's order. Now, if that man is supposed to be the head of the household and you won't let him lead for whatever reason or another, that may be a problem right there. That could be a bad side of change. And that Mm -hmm. person may sit back and say, well, you don't want to listen to nothing I'm saying. You take it all and run with it. And wives, let him lead the best way that he know how to lead, not Mm -hmm. how you want him to lead. And, And if that change that's occurring there in that man may not be exactly what you want. It may not even be godly. Once again, we said it, you can't change him. Mm. One of the best things you can do is pray for him. Mm. Ask God to give him what it is that he needs and then go from there. And then that leads down into support. 
Are you supporting your spouse like you should? Mm. Oftentimes people change in their relationships and they take a downward spiral because that spouse is not supporting you. Mm. You know, you say, well, baby, um, I got this and that going on. I'm trying to open up a business. You go come out for the grand open. No, no, you go ahead and uh, you. that's what you wanted to do. But then when you found out that another man is always showing up, helping out this and that, then you want to be big mad. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Not big man, sir. Yeah, big uh-oh. man. You got to be able to su- support your spouse. Right. That should be the first individual that is there to support you through thick, thin, uh, blood, water, whatever the case may be, is having a support for that individual. Mm-hmm. The next thing we have to understand is, are you really trying to uh, control that individual to get what it is that you want? Manipulation. Manipulation. Mm, Jezebel spirit. There you go. Mm. And, and, and so uh, I could be a husband saying, well, baby, you know, I think you ought to do this, that. No, I don't want to do that. Why are you, is you trying to control me? You know, I can make my own decisions. I can mm-hmm. do this, that, and the other control right you got to have everything your way everything got to be done the way that you want it done but when that person is really trying to help you like my wife said listening to that person's heart that they're trying to do good intentions for you but you keep shutting them down Mm. then when they back themselves in the corner said i ain't gonna say nothing now you're mad because they don't have anything to any input in and you don't support me yeah (laughs) that's it then it it has to be a point where you have to understand what my wife was saying earlier you got to spend some time uh, with each other. Mm. Uh, you can't be putting everything into the business, everything into the kids and not yes. putting something back into yourself. You can't pour mm. from an empty cup. You can't keep pouring in everything else. Then there's nobody that's pouring into you, especially when it's yourself. Mm. You got to be able to take time out. You know, we're big supporters of date night. It sure are. You ain't got to go out every night of the week or once a week. It can be once a month. But take some time to spend for yourselves. And that's when you can really sit down and have these conversations about what it is that you're seeing. Mm-hmm. Well, honey, I know that you don't do this anymore. Is there any reason for it? Well, baby, you know, I understand you like me to wear dresses and things of that nature, but I done put on some pounds. Mm. Get a bigger dress. Right, <laughs> right, right. You know, it's okay. I, I didn't say you had to wear that same dress, but wear something that I like to see you in. And that says a lot on both parts. Mm-hmm. One, I'm willing to change to get you to see that you still uh, have my attention and two i'm listening to what you're saying and you're telling me i don't care how big small whatever the case may be you just like to see me wear dresses or whatever. right right that's right. some of the things you have to take a, a really good look at and then the last thing that i'll tell you is this um a lot of men i'm just gonna speak from this standpoint okay. change a lot when they gotta come home to a nagging spouse every single day mm, i don't even want to come home yes. with a nagging husband <laughs> if that is you ladies or, or men can be the same way understand what you may be doing to that individual is the first thing that you do when they get through the door you didn't pay the bills you didn't go drop this off at the mailbox you didn't run over here and check on it what i got you for this you worthless you don't know if that man just had the worst day of his life at work but that's the first thing you go do is knock the heck out of him and so what is he going to do he's going to shut down put his emotions aside. He's going to go do all that stuff that he was supposed to do. He's going to make sure he gets it done. And then when he comes back, there's no gratitude for anything. Mm, oh my God. Well, you that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> wow. And he starts to shut down. So there's no appreciation for the opposite sex. Mm. That's why a lot of bad things change in marriage. You got to have appreciation for that other individual. Yes. And I'll give you a good example. And I'm not trying to stick myself out there. This is just what we went through. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I, my wife had our last child, the doctor said, well, together you guys have five kids. You think about having more? I'm like, no, this is a wrap. It is over. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, you know, while we're in here for this procedure, when she has the baby, it is easy for us to go in and we can just tie her tubes, do whatever. And I said, well, okay, what are the complications that come along with that? 
And he said, well, uh, these things could happen to your wife. He talked about infection and things going wrong and bleeding and all that stuff. And I said, oh, that's a lot. I said, well, what happens if I go and, and, and do a vasectomy? He said, well, there's not really much of an issue that can happen there, mm-hmm. really. I said, well, then I'll do it. Don't even worry about it. I will put myself in that situation. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I looked at the fact that my wife could change for the worst bodily wise, mm-hmm. because there's so many complications could happen, but there's not a lot of change that may happen with me in that particular point. So I said, I will be the one to step out of that outside of that. I took control of the situation. I didn't want to put my wife in harm's way. Mm-hmm. I would rather go that route because it seemed like it was less evasive for me yeah. and it didn't put a lot on her. After you've witnessed everything I went through After every witnessed, childbirth, it yes. was an issue. Yeah. And, and, and I just put myself out there and said, look, let me think about my wife first and foremost before I think about myself. Right. And that changed something, I believe, in our relationship because I know she talked to me several times, baby, you don't have to do this. I was like, well, I'll do it. It's no. okay. <laughs> and that was that communication piece. Mm-hmm. If if I'm going to change to show you that I love you through thick and thin, we've got five wonderful kids and you went through all this and helped raise. And, and the only thing I had to do was support and help out. I don't know what, what childbirth is like. I don't want to know. <laughs> but I put myself in that position to understand her feelings, her viewpoint and her level of um physicality Mm -hmm. when it comes to what it could do to her body from a physical and a mental standpoint. I said, no, I will take that on. So I had to put myself out there before putting her out there. Yeah. Men, when you change in that area, that is a a level of maturity to say, it ain't about all the stuff that we heard about, or you're not going to be the same man and all of that stuff. Because guess what? If she would have went through a lot of that, there's a good possibility. She wouldn't have been the same woman. Mm -hmm. And so as the Mm -hmm. head of the household, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to take the blunt end of things so that my wife doesn't have to. Right. That is a different level of change that comes along with maturity, spirituality, and growth that says a lot when it comes to your spouses. Yes. And so just to kind of, I wanted to read this scripture as we get ready to close out tonight's show. And we hope and pray that you all enjoyed it. If you want to listen or even watch, which I should have said this in the beginning, go to Marriage Mondays with the Kings YouTube channel because mm-hmm. it's actually on right now. Yeah. Um, but 1 Corinthians 13 and 11, a lot of you are very familiar with this scripture. If you were raised in the church, I'm sure you've heard it before, but it says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Mm -hmm. A lot of times in marriage, both the husband and the wife, we are not willing to put away the childish things Mm-hmm. When we became man and one man, we are sticking to those childish things because we don't want change. Mm-hmm. We really don't want change because a lot of people say they don't adapt well to change. But before we get ready to really close out, oh, you do the thought of week, baby, and then we can oh, announce yeah. a little something. Real yeah, quick. and I thought of the week comes from better life. And it reads, you can change your marriage by changing your attitude. Come on, somebody. Once again, you can change your marriage by changing your attitude. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so we want to do like a real quick announcement. My husband, we were talking about this. However, for those of you who are married in Central Texas, mm-hmm. Kenya and I have an idea. It's something that we're looking to actually do in our area. We love date night. Mm-hmm. So if you all are interested, we encourage you you know, I don't really do people. I don't get around people. We find a way we are. No, we not. We need a village. That's what we was talking about last week. And I think a couple of weeks before mm-hmm. that, go to our website, either one of you, marriagemondayswiththekings.com. 
What we want you to do is hit the contact us tab, mm -hmm. register as well on the page, but hit the contact us tab. And then on the contact us tab, simply put in the topic line, interested. Mm -hmm. We'll know what you're talking about. So if you live in the central Texas area, interested. And so that way that'll help us compile a list because we're going to be making an announcement soon for some things that we want to do. People have been asking us, when is Marriage Mondays with the Kings going to do? So we got some for you. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're married, if you are single or, or dating or you're engaged, let me say this, let me back it up. Let me, let me bring it back, really back. If you are dating mm -hmm. and you desire to be around married couples who love to be married, okay? Mm -hmm. We're not talking about people you don't like to be married. We creating a positive, positivity, positive vibe. And those who are engaged, we want you to do the same thing, okay? Because it's something we got brewing. Go to Marriage Mondays with the Kings, register for our page, click on the, because when you register, we will have your information. That's why we're asking you to do this. Click on the contact us tab and say, interested, leave both of your names. Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so, this person and this person, so that way we can compile a list and we're going to contact you, mm -hmm. okay? So we want to thank you so much for joining us here on Marriage Mondays with the Kings. We hope and pray that you all love tonight's show, that it was meat to you, okay? Listen to it over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Read the scriptures and all the things. We are going to be back now. If you have any topics, or any questions that you would like to discuss, also go to our website, marriagemondayswiththekings.com. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to be back next Monday with you all. We have another amazing topic at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So make sure that y'all come back with us, share all the content, not just because we asked you to, but so others can be blessed because you never know what people are going through in their marriage. Mm -hmm. Okay, so join us next Monday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And as always, keep it locked right here on KRGN 98.5 FM, The, the Rock. Rock.